Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. I think that it really stems down to the fact that people are just like so uncomfortable feeling emotions because they don't know what to do with it. And it's like, um, I, I always think that the foundation of it is emotion regulation. Like if you don't know how to regulate your emotions, then you're just not going to be able to experience them or you experience them in a way that's like harmful. So we also see like the other... Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Conversations Brewing. Today, Divi and I are going to talk about toxic positive positivity. Wow, I'm really struggling to say that and um, what it is, how it is um, represented in our society and kind of like how Divi and I feel about it. Yeah, so toxic positivity has been a trend that I've really been seeing, having more awareness for and I'm happy about it because I feel definitely for a lot of our childhood, the whole like positive mindset and like good vibes only and all that stuff was really ingrained in us. And I am seeing more of a shift in that and not saying that we should not have a good mindset and be positive, but having more of a range of emotions. So I noticed that before it used to be like only good, quote unquote, good. I don't like the words good or bad emotions, but like, I guess like more comfortably felt emotions, like happiness and stuff. But now we're able to have a bit more of um, a range of it. So that's basically what toxic positivity is, is forcing people to be positive and looking at the bright side of things and not having a bad day. And so this episode, I think is going to be really meaningful because it's going to highlight that it's okay to be sad. It's okay to have emotions. And Ravish and I want to share a bit more about what toxic positivity is and also some of our thoughts about it and how we can, how we can, how we can start to allow ourselves to experience sadness and emotions and be okay with it yeah I think um even talking about like from personal experience for the longest time I also mm-hmm. like kind of partook in the toxic positivity um space like I would always just try to be like well like don't feel down about it like you have mm-hmm. to look at like the other side of things or yeah. like you know um just always trying to like think positively and not that it's like bad to have that kind of thinking but when you don't allow yourself to maybe like sit with some of like the more negative emotions i think you then never can experience you know like feeling down or like realizing Mm -hmm. why like our brain is feeling down and so i think that's why now like divya mentioned that we're seeing more about this because you can't be 100 percent positive all the time Yeah. yeah And if you're like telling someone to be, it's not going to have them be. So it's not like it's really like that helpful for them. So it is better for us to just be honest about like how we're doing. 
Yeah, and I'm sure like people can relate to when they're giving advice to friends or receiving advice. I think one of like the main things we hear is like you just have to like be positive about it or like you know just like think positively like have like you know have a good vibe and i think that can only take you so far um mm -hmm. it, obviously a lot of times it depends on the situation and there's like all other factors with that but i think yeah. for the most part like what i've learned recently too is that like mm -hmm. if you're feeling down or you know sad about a certain situation it's important to really feel those emotions, mm -hmm. but then figure out what you need to maybe get out of that mindset. And yeah. sometimes like it will take a couple of days, like, you know, there's no like actual time span of like how long you should be sad for or things like mm -hmm. that. But I think for the most part, you really need to like feel those emotions. Yeah. Because like everything in life has ups and downs and, emotions that feel good to feel and ones that don't feel good, like even the best of feeling or even the best of my experiences in life, like they have, they inevitably have like some kind of uncomfortable emotion that comes with it. So I think when we also just force ourselves to only think quote unquote positively, it like denies ourselves from being able to experience other things too. So it's definitely like a wide range. And I appreciate you bringing that up and like slowing down and like making space for it. Cause I don't think that we do that enough. Yeah. Divya, why do you think like maybe society has kind of like shifted in this way, like with the toxic positivity? I think that it really stems down to the fact that people are just like so uncomfortable feeling emotions because they don't know what to do with it. And it's like, um, I, I always think that the foundation of it is emotion regulation. Like if you don't know how to regulate your emotions, then you're just not going to be able to experience them or you experience them in a way that's like harmful. So we also see like the other side of it when people have blow ups or, you know, they like avoid emotions or experience it in a really like harmful way. But when we don't know what to do with them, I think that we just want to avoid them. And so that's what like even when other people bring things up, like when another person comes up to you and it's like, oh, I'm having a really bad day. Like maybe the other person feels uncomfortable by it and they don't know how to respond. And so like that feeling of inadequacy comes up and they don't know how to experience inadequacy. So I really think a lot of it is because we don't know how to sit with certain emotions. Like our whole lives, we filtered out that we should only know how to experience certain emotions. So then those were like pro ad, like being happy or, you know, having fun. But the other kinds that we were like, not told to really experience then whenever that comes up we really just like try to avoid it so I don't think like these toxic positivity phrases I believe that most of the time people have good intentions with it but yeah. that it's just that they are responding in a way of like protecting their own emotional state too and it's just unfortunate that we don't know how to a lot of us don't know how to regulate our emotions and I can't say that like I knew how to do that either like I did not grow up knowing how to do that yeah, it's definitely um, a skill that I feel like most of us only develop like later. And yeah. like, I feel like I'm developing a, a lot more now, like my emotional regulation, because like mm -hmm. for the longest time I wasn't, I feel like I wasn't really taught to like, full, like regulate my emotions properly. And also like, yeah. um, there's just a lot of learning to do about yourself with that as well. And so... Yeah. I yeah like going back to that me being like trying to be positive all the time like I thought like that was like the way to go about things mm -hmm. and 
when I look back about it now, like it's, I realize I, I didn't really understand how I was truly feeling at the time. And so that's why, like, if I was feeling like maybe down or sad about something, like mm-hmm. instead of like figuring out why I was like, well, I'm just going to like push through and like, you know, just think, just try to think the best. Like that's the only way I could think. And I think, yeah. um, it's like, it just, yeah, like you said, it just feels right in the moment, mm-hmm. but it's kind of just blocking out like the real emotion. Yeah. Like, did you feel like that was almost a, this response that felt more, I guess, like more of an initial response Yeah, like, to just like block it out? Yeah. Because that's what I feel like a lot of us have is that the initial response is to block it out. Mm-hmm. And even when people say something really like tragic to me, like I do, my initial response is to want to be like, oh, things will get better or maybe things happen because we're so ingrained to say that. Everyone told us that. So I'm not saying that requires like taking a step back. So if you're saying that for you, your initial response was to kind of have this toxic positivity language toward yourself, what are ways that you slow down now? And I know that we're talking about that toward the end, but I guess how have you let yourself see that change? Yeah. And I think like, um, just to preface here, I think like talking about our personal experience with it kind of helps it like um, maybe other people reflect more on it. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that for the most part, like even when I read about toxic positivity now, like I just relate so much more of like maybe certain situations and circumstances mm-hmm. I've had. So that's why like, I feel like I'm bringing a lot of that up right now too. Oh. But I feel like, yeah, when initially like, Wait, I'm sorry. What was your question about like, um, in terms of you were saying how you, your response used to be to immediately be quote unquote positive, but now it's yeah. not. So my question is about like, what were the steps that you did to be able to have that change? So I imagine you didn't like wake up and overnight, you just like changed your mindset. Yeah. Um, I think I've spoken about this before in one of our episodes, but like what, um, initially in therapy, like brought out like the emotions wheel. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I worked on initially was to like, it almost sounds childish if you think about it, but um, again, like I said, like emotional regulation is like a developing skill. So like I looked at it and like, we like worked on how I would, um, I would like pick one of the emotions off the wheel, like to pick how I was feeling about a certain situation and then kind of like, figure out like why I felt that way, like using I statements with that. And I think like over time, like when mate, like now, for example, like I'm so, I feel like I worked on that skill, like enough to know that, oh, like maybe I'm having a bad day. So then at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? Today was not a good day. I feel blank and Mm -hmm. I feel blank because of this. And so I'm not going to ignore how I'm feeling. I'm going to recognize that I'm feeling this way. And like, I'm reading, um, you know, my body's reaction to those emotions and I'm understanding what those emotions are bringing about in me. And Mm -hmm. then like, I usually kind of then like, I'm like, okay, tomorrow is another day, but it's okay if like tomorrow also I'm not feeling the best about how things are, you know? So it's almost like, um, a process you know it's not like a oh I recognize a certain emotion let me fix it because I think that's what we're mm-hmm. used to doing yeah it's like letting it's also kind of taking away this like permanence to it because if we're fixing something it's almost like 
it's going to be there no matter what. So you have to fix it. Like it's a stable thing that'll be maybe bad or whatever. But the way that you're talking about it is that it doesn't have to be all the time that you can experience it now, but it can go tomorrow. Yeah. How do you feel like you deal with that on a day-to-day basis? I only think like understanding my self-talk and being a bit more aware of it is helpful because then I can understand, I can know when I'm getting into certain more like toxic positivity, cognitive kind of traps. And then I'm also, I guess, being more aware of like triggers where it comes up from for people like Mm -hmm. me or other people. And when I want to just like go to this positive mindset, um, that's been helpful. And honestly, I think just like my training has made it easier. Like I can really just not want to change people's emotions. It's funny because I witness other people. Like I can witness Roger and people are even like saying things like really sad to him. That his initial thing is like toxic positivity. But it's interesting because like for me, it's not anymore. It used to be, but I think that's gotten really like trained out of me that now I just, I have to like not, I have to sometimes when people are going through things like be like, I'm not their therapist. Like I don't need to ask all these deep questions, but like let them just vent. <laughs> It's funny, though. I'm kind of glad you brought that up because last week I told you like I was kind of having like a bad day Mm -hmm. and or more so like a bad week, you know, and I really took to heart like you responded to me with saying, what are you going to do for yourself this week? Yeah. And you like I really I knew that was like a therapist type of answer, obviously, and not like like a friend answer which is fine because like I've been friends with you long enough to know like you know different differentiate between the two but I also appreciate that because I also know that you know I need that sometimes yeah you're not gonna do that on your own yeah because like (laughs) as soon as you ask that question I kind of sat with it for a little bit because I read it I read your text and I was like you know what yeah like what am I gonna do for myself Mm -hmm. this week like what what is and I like honestly had like an internal conversation with myself and I was like, what is like one thing I really want to like make sure I do this week and I'm going to make sure I do it because I kind of just had a lot on my plate. Yeah. And then I, I responded to you and I told you and like that immediately made me feel better because your response and again, you're like trained professional so like it's not like everyone will respond in that way but like Mm -hmm. your initial like response to me was like to ask me like okay like instead of being like sorry this sucks but it'll get better you're like well you are feeling this way and and I think you should recognize that but then you were also like why don't you find something to do for yourself to like make you feel a little bit better and I Mm -hmm. I think that was really helpful and you know, maybe like some of our listeners can take away something like that too, because like, yeah. I think we're all, we always want to just, when so a friend is venting to you or like, you know, talking to you about something like where I, our responses like really matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because like the, the reason someone's coming to you is because they want to talk to you about something and maybe that's holding space for them or their emotions. And like maybe it is problem solving, but I think it's really important to ask people that like, is it problem solving? Is it not? Yeah. And I think also like as adults, you kind of have like your designated people that Mm -hmm. you go to, um, you know, when you are down or you need someone to talk to. And like, obviously for me, like you're my go-to person. And so like, I'm not coming to you to hear 
like it's all gonna be okay like i'm mostly coming to you because i kind of i need you to kind of like maybe shift my perspective a little or like help me figure something out you know exactly yeah like be a little bit more i guess honest about it which i think that society maybe lacks a bit um and i want and i guess i want to kind of shift a bit into like society and how we normalize toxic positivity or being you know, making everything be okay. What are some ways that you have seen society normalize it? I think a lot of it has to do with the hustle culture. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, as a society, we want to keep hustling and avoid our emotions. And like, even um, maybe with a lot of like, of our jobs too, it's like, you got to keep moving forward. Like you have deadlines Um, to meet. Like you don't have time for this. Yeah. Like you can't like, take things personally like those kinds of things I feel like is very much still there and I also think like being in your mid-20s too like you just want to grind like you just want to like you know you want to work hard now you want to have a payoff later like you're you're doing it to have a payoff later Mm -hmm. but it's also not healthy yeah exactly because it then like it has things feel a little bit worse than we make ourselves feel worse in the end of the day, um, which isn't helpful. And another funny thing I wanted to say to you, was, like when you're in a mid 20s, you keep saying we're in our mid 20s. We're not in our mid 20s anymore. We're in our late 20s. I'm, I still think like, I'm 25. Ravisha keeps thinking she's so young. Like Ravisha will be like, I don't know why people are like, having children and people are getting married like oh my god what's wrong with people and I'm like girl we're like in our late 20s like, <laughs> this is not an uncommon thing okay way to call me out I literally keep okay for people that don't know we're both 27 but like I seriously sometimes forget I'm 27 and think I'm 25 <laughs> uh, yeah like it's funny because yeah she does that all the time and sometimes like when even just some things she says there's sometimes I'm like, I don't ever, I don't fully call you out. Like, you'll say things, and in my mind, I'm like, does she think we're, like, 23? But I'm not, I'll let her live. Like, <laughs> I'd like to. But, see, those are ways. Like, I'm not being toxic. I'm letting her have her moment. Like, she can live in her moment of wishing she was 12 or whatever. I'm not going to say anything. But, okay. <laughs> regardless, you're totally right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, us being in our later 20s. But just like in general, I guess we all want to hustle. We're like, yeah, do everything you have to do. Yeah. And I think we we think like our time is really precious right now. And it is. And I think, though, our focus on what we want to spend our time on is like it's it's very hard to like focus on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think um, we discussed this many times, too, is that like how can you work on yourself, but then also like keep working at your job and then yeah. also maintaining relationships and then, you know, figuring it all out once, because like, I feel like we think we, we give ourselves a time frame that we want things figured out. And most of the time that time frame is unachievable. And so mm-hmm. I think that's where like also a lot of toxic positivity kind of like bruise also. Right. Yeah. Because like, just telling yourself, you know, you got like, keep going, like, avoid, avoid, like, feeling this way, or like, you know, just think like, good vibes only. And then that's why like, we're not 
we're saying it's like when you're constantly doing that, that's where like the toxic part comes from. It's okay for from time to time, like, you know, to be like, oh, yeah, I need to be a little more positive about things. But like, you don't have to be that way 100% of the time. Yeah, like, because we can have this like wide up and down range of things happening. And so uh, it, it's helpful to just remember that it doesn't have to be one way or another. And I think when people are like going through things, they're trying to it, they always have good intentions, right? Even if they're like, oh, things will get better. Everything happens for a reason. Oh my God, I kind of hate that everything happens for a reason. But like, you know, because m- maybe some things don't, especially when it's like, oh, you've had like some things in life are just shitty. Like, you know, things suck in life and just like things are not fair. And I think sometimes when we say that everything happens for a reason, um, a lot of the times it's perceived as like, oh, this happened to me or like I should find some happiness in it when it's like, well, maybe it won't make you happy. Like maybe in the long run, it'll make so it'll like make your life on a different trajectory. But, you know, who knows? I don't know. But I think it depends situation to situation. But that's just a small example is that like everyone says things with good intent. It's like, oh, you know, I want it to be something that like makes you feel better. And I'm trying to take away your pain, but like taking away your pain means like your pain shouldn't exist. And that's the, that's the problem. Yeah. That's actually really well put. It's like, um, it's unfortunate, but sometimes we have to like really, um, feel the pain. Yeah. But how you deal with the pain is like, I think what's the, um, the key here, because like, ultimately, you know, you're going to experience pain at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure like, no, your loved ones don't want you to feel that way. But it's just like kind of how things work. And so I think Mm -hmm. having the tools to work through it is like, what's important. Exactly. And like you experiencing you, you allowing your own uncomfortable experiences such as pain to be there because then you can like be there more for others. Cause if we're like trying to avoid emotions then of course, when other people bring it up, we're trying to have them avoid it too. Yeah. It's important to like talk it out and like feel the, feel the way that you're feeling because I think avoiding is like kind of what then like kind of blocks a lot of the things because, Mm -hmm. um, you're not dealing with it. Yeah. And I see like a lot with our society with the things like, I come back to but some of the just like catchphrases that we have of like oh just think positive good vibes only like all of that and I think that leads into it too I I, I wish I saw I can remember what the post was but I saw this post on Instagram it was a while ago I think like two years ago that was just like a ton of magazine covers that the people who are in their late 20s and early 30s like millennials have um seen growing up and a lot of them are ones that I actually remember, but I don't remember what all was on it. But they were all there were so many of toxic positivity, like of do this for a positive mindset or like ways to be happy or get rid of sadness, like all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it made me really think like, wow, society has normalized this a lot. And these might be so many reasons that all of us just experience this. And it's a natural thing we say and how we respond. We don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. And I think that's why too, like now there's like more of a shift in like having those conversations Mm -hmm. because like some, like we've seen it for so long and 
ultimately it's like it's gonna take some time to make that shift happen but you know i'm glad that it's like finally happening like slowly but surely like you know i really appreciate seeing more like or reading and learning more about toxic positivity because you know like i said like i've been guilty of it and um i'm you know as soon as i started like even like doing a little bit of reading on it i was like okay I totally see myself like doing that. And so even just making like small little like fixes with that, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, talking to a friend and then like having yeah. a conversation where like you're able to sit with the emotions, I think really helps. Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, like you'd said that it requires like slowing down and I think just like slowing down with our friends, slowing down with our partners, family, like anyone who brings things up and honestly, just like simply asking them how they're feeling or empathizing, validating their feelings. Like that can be so important. We don't have to fix things. I feel like we always have the urge that I need to fix it or which again is like an internalized message that we have to do everything right and have answers to things, but just like some things you don't have answers for and that's okay. Yeah. Um, Since Divya, you're like a trained therapist. If maybe our listeners would like some advice if they do have like friends or other people in their circle, like coming to them, like say that like someone is coming to them and saying that they're having a bad day. How would, what would you recommend someone respond to that? Yeah. Like maybe if they're saying something like, Oh, I'm going through, I'm having a really bad day and X, Y, Z happened to my boss and blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, Oh, don't think about it. Or I'm sure everything will be fine. Maybe it can be like, tell me how you're feeling. I'm here for you. I'm listening to you. What's going on? What's on your mind? Um, instead of things like, oh, everything will work out. Everything is, happens for a reason. Just being like, this is really hard. I'm thinking you of this during this time and, you know, reaching out to them in a day or so. Like, I think that can really create a space for people to experience uncomfortable emotions or pain is like even, you know, reaching out like two a day or two after you've had that conversation being like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you doing? Um, yeah. Like, how can I support you? I'm so sorry. You're going through this. And I, um, you know, you have a right to be upset. If I were you, I would feel upset too. Like just normalizing it. Yeah. And I want to emphasize the part where you said like, also then checking up on them like mm-hmm. one to two days later. Um, because I think a lot of people, maybe don't think about this as much, but like once you check in with the friend and then you like have a conversation, usually like it's, you know, it's like not forgotten, right? So you mm-hmm. need to like, as a friend, check in like a couple days yeah. later or whenever you can, like a little bit later, circling back to that thing mm-hmm. that they're going through because, you know, it's just, it's almost like a nice reminder that you were thinking about someone when they were going through something and, yeah. you know, they just want to check in to make sure that like you're doing okay. And um, this also goes back to the reciprocity um, in your relationships as well. Like, you know, making sure that like what people are giving you, like you're giving back. And so that's Mm -hmm. why um, I wanted to kind of like ask you, Divya, like, how would you recommend a friend like reach out? Because for the most part, I feel like, like you said, we always have a good intention, but might not know the right thing to say. Exactly. And that's something that I actually really value about um, you were I know you do that a lot, the checking in, like even when someone's having a bad day and you hear about it and you check in after that, because it's really meaningful when people do that. A lot of the time people like don't either, or they don't 
do it because they're like worried to bring it up. Right. They're like, oh, I don't know if they're sad. I listened to this one thing on a podcast. Um, it was with Cheryl Sandberg, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, you know how her her first husband had passed away. And she said that people would never bring up her husband um, and later would be like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to have to remind you. And she was like, if you're going through something painful, you carry that. Like you always have that. Like she was like, there's not a second that I don't think like, wow, my husband just died. And like you bringing it up actually means more to me because it shows me that's on your mind too. It makes me like not feel like I'm the only one that that's on my mind. And so I never really thought about it that way that you know, a lot of the time we think that, oh, we shouldn't bring it up because they don't want to remind them. But one, they're probably already thinking about it. And two, you can't like force someone to think a certain thing. Like, yeah, maybe you will temporarily remind them. But if it's really not that meaningful to them anymore, after your conversation, it'll like leave their mind. But um, if it is really meaningful to them, chances are they're thinking about it. So it means even more to show them that you're thinking about it too. Yeah. And like kind of going off of that, I it, don't think I listened to that same podcast, but I listened to something like kind of on that topic and it was also like instead of like maybe feeling apologetic think about like maybe bring up something like positive like about that person or like bring up something positive that would like make them feel like nice to hear that if yeah like it would be helpful yeah because I think like again like I think I used to do this again like a lot too like it's like oh just avoid maybe a certain topic in general or like not bringing it up because like oh there's like you know like it's not a positive thing you yeah. know it's like again and but it's also like but maybe someone would like like hearing hearing about that you know like yeah. it's like avo- avoidance is like not I don't know if I'm like phrasing this right it's like yeah. avoiding things isn't like um it doesn't help anyone like because at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like like you're thinking it I'm thinking it but no one is saying it out loud but like you know like we might as well have a conversation about it exactly because it's like you're creating this open space to be able to have the conversation about it instead of avoiding it because usually we like initially just think to avoid it yeah exactly yeah, I guess it kind of also is a reminder that we are allowed to be sad. Like we can be sad. It's normal to be sad. Like I just like that literally that phrase, like you can be sad. You can experience sadness. You can experience pain. Like there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of the time we think that, oh, I'm feeling sad. I need to fix it. Like this is bad. And I really hope, and I, I've seen us start shifting away from it as a society, but I hope that we like continue to shift away from it as a society. Mm-hmm. And with your sad days like just think that like you're feeling the emotions because then when you're happy you know how to like you like you truly are feeling happy then Mm -hmm. it's because like that's why we our brain is like wired that way that's why we have our neurotransmitters like they're releasing these like these types of emotions into us and so that's why we like need to feel them and there's a reason why and so just like it's like a good reminder to have that like I know like oftentimes we associate with like sadness as like quote unquote a bad emotion but it's yeah. it's there for a reason exactly and just because we have experience we've struggled to experience a certain emotion like even if we used to struggle to experience sadness to know that we can shift how we experience it um like even if you grew up in a family where you didn't talk that much about emotions and it wasn't you know, that wasn't really your narrative. Like we don't have to stay stuck in that. We can always start to create a new way that we 
think about life and emotions. Yeah. You, you are in your own control of that. And so Absolutely. I know like the, sometimes the way that we are raised or, you know, how things were taught to us is like really different than like the way that you think now. And so there's a way yeah. to unlearn those things. It just takes time. And like, exactly. you have to be patient with yourself and to unlearning those things. Yeah. Like we have to let ourselves slow down, unlearn and like, let it be. Yeah. No one's perfect. Everyone is constantly <laughs> trying to like evolve and develop. And like as a Divian IR as well, like, you know, we're doing a lot of work for on ourselves for a reason, you know? Yeah. So that's what we want to encourage as well. Exactly. And everyone has bad days. Everyone has bad seasons of life and that it's okay for us to have it. And it's also okay for other people to have it and for us to allow other people to experience it without trying to problem solve or change it. And we can just let it be. Yeah. And like, I challenge you guys too. like, you know, if you ever have a friend or anyone reach out to you saying that they're going through a tough time, like maybe think twice before you respond to them and tell them everything's going to be okay. Like, don't worry about it. Um, Think how you can be there for them in a different way and a capacity for them to like feel their emotions and for you to help them feel their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good challenge to give out. On that note. um, That was a good little chat. I mean, very important topic. Yeah. um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you want to us to like, or if you have anything to say to us, of course, like our DMS are always open. Um, We love talking to you guys and responding to you and yeah. All right. Well, let us know your thoughts on this episode. Um, You can either send us a DM, let us know if you resonated with it, if toxic positivity is something that you've struggled with. And we are, um, I don't even know what I was just about to say. I was about to say, we are looking forward to seeing you next week. And I was also about to say, we're going to post more about toxic positivity on our Instagram. And I didn't know which one to start with, but now (laughs) I said them both. (laughs) (laughs) on that note we'll talk to you all next week in our next episode and thank you for listening thank you guys bye bye thank you for tuning into another episode of conversations brewing we hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand new episodes of conversations brewing come out on tuesdays we'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about so let us know on instagram at our account at conversations brewing If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week.